welcome to the season finale of the first season of Small Business Sips, the podcast. Don't worry, we'll be back in a few weeks with season two. As always, I'm your host, Renee Rose, and I want to thank each and every one of you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Your support of the show means the world to me, and it's not possible without you. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to my guest to the show today. In the studio today, I have Doug Doyle, the owner of Gordon's Good Games. Howdy. How's it going? Oh, it's going really good. Have a really good morning so far. Good. Uh, sipping on a mocha right now, which is just a real treat. So yeah, no, it's going really good. I can't complain one bit. Beautiful. Well, you yeah. just, you answered my next question, what we're going to be sipping on. So I got a black iced tea. We got a mocha. We're yeah. rocking and rolling. Got some waters too. Yeah. No, we really yeah. can't complain. We're no, going to get sipping on a lot of different stuff. So yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, Doug, I'm kind of hanging it off to you here. Um, just mm-hmm. kind of tell me a little bit about Gordon's Good Games, who Gordon is, and mm-hmm. the story behind it and we'll dig in a little bit deeper okay uh so gordon's good games is a game store that i opened up we just carry a variety of board games miniatures uh trading card games and anything in that kind of realm uh we also have a little play space in the back so we host a lot of organized play events uh, for certain games to pretty much try to promote community development and um growth for certain games um and just allowing people to come in and meet each other and just Hey, now enjoy themselves. So we've been doing that now almost a year. We're very fresh and new to the community. We're solidifying ourselves. um, But coming up this July will be our one year anniversary. Oh, my gosh. Happy anniversary. Thank you. It's really exciting. exciting. It's literally like a day after my birthday, too. So it's all like a really exciting birthday. Yeah. No, it's a day after my birthday. It's on my mom's birthday. And then like a few days after it's another family friend's birthday. So, yeah, no, all in that little chunk of time period. It's all really exciting stuff. Perfect. Um, yeah, no. So we're moving on to that. Um, and that's been really exciting. And just so our listeners know, we are recording this in June and then this is releasing in September. So, yeah, so that's true. happy late anniversary then, I <laughs> thank guess. You, thank yeah. you. Yeah. No, I, I mean, there shouldn't be anything where it's just like, and we're gone. Yeah. yeah. That hey, was bye. a good run. Yeah. 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 <laughs> nah, it, it should all be good. Um, but yeah, no, it'll be really exciting. I'm looking forward to it. So, nice. yeah. You got any big plans for your anniversary? Like any parties or anything? I've had people ask that. I definitely want to do like a sale and whatnot, but in terms of like an exciting event in the back, I really haven't come up with anything yet. I've been mostly like just scraping by trying to like, you know, get our day to day stuff like all lined up and whatnot. And I just haven't had too much time to be like, okay, July, July. Mm -hmm. What do you want to do like sales wise, event wise? Yeah. Um, But I definitely should be putting some effort because it's now again 20th of june when we're like recording this something like that so only a few weeks so yeah definitely good luck thanks we need it yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, for sure yeah but yeah we're going to be doing that so we probably will do some sort of uh, sales event at the very least um Mm -hmm. if i can like throw something where a majority of the community can come in and just hang out have a good time that'll be awesome um and yeah, we'll, we'll see what we can go from there. Very so, cool. Yeah. Well, tell me about your first year of business, because that can be terrifying. I know my first yeah. year, I was like, what am I doing? What's happening? It's like, a lot of self-doubts. It's a lot yeah. of you kind of looking at yourself and like, oh, I, I hope I made the right choice. <laughs> um, yeah, the first year has been really interesting for me, because before I like started all this, I did the stereotypical thing of like writing the business plan and doing the typical one year, three year, five mm-hmm. year, like where yeah. the business is going to be. And it was very much like in my head, I was like, okay, there is no way that I'm going to be able to like afford employees or do all this stuff till like at least year, like three, like, and even then that's like, if everything is going swimmingly well. Yeah, the stars align and everything. Yeah, exactly. It was very much like, there's no way that this is going to happen. So started going along. We did everything we needed to do to open. Um, Had a great group of friends that like helped me out throughout that and made it so much easier and cheaper for me, which is Thank you. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. it's always really great having a local friend group to support you and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so open and was just running the store for myself for a long, long time. And I was generally very surprised by the amount of people who would come up and they're already gamers. They're really interested in whatever game they're playing, whether it be Magic or Hammer or board games, whatever. Mm-hmm. And there'll be people who will be coming up and they're like, oh, be really fun to work at a game store. Like what? Are you hiring? Like, what's the conversation? Yeah. And for me, it's one of those things of like, yo, I'm I'm barely making enough to feed myself. Like, I, oh, I would yeah. be ripping you off beyond belief and like, well, well, what what's like the absolute most that you could do? And I'm like, well, at the absolute most, like I could be doing this for you. Yeah. But like, I know you can't survive off that. Like, yeah. there's all these other things. Like, you should be like looking for another job that can pay the bills. No, 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 no. I'll do it. Aww. And it's just like, oh, 
Oh, oh, cool. cool. So it was one of those things where one person accepted that deal. So I was like, I'll see what else I can do. So, yeah. and that's how I met up with one of my other employees, uh, Jake. He came in and we hit it off really well. So I was just like, I offered this to someone. They said, yes, if you want to work here, yeah. this is the same compensation. And he's <laughs> like, yeah, I'll do it. And it's just like, oh my God. Well, you have this amazing community built around it and just yeah. good energy in there. Like I've been in there. I'm like, this is cool. I want to hang out here. Yeah, like, exactly. I don't blame them. Yeah, yeah, no. And that's for me, it was one of those things where when I was starting it, my mindset was always like, you know, this is a business. I need to like be taking this as seriously as I can. I need to make sure that we're making ends meet. It was a very serious thing for me. It wasn't like it is a game store. It is a very fun environment. Yeah. But when you're the owner of that space, you kind of have to separate it a little bit. Very much so. Yeah. You can't constantly treat it like a fun vacation or like a, um, yeah, I guess a fun vacation is a good way no, to summarize yeah. it. Yeah, you got to um, put like the boss pants on. Pretty know, much. Like, yeah. And there's got to be times where it's just like, yeah, no, this is stressful <laughs> and annoying and I wish I could be doing something else, but this has to be done. Yeah. Um, But if you're just an employee there, you don't have to deal with all yeah. of that. So mm-hmm. I think that kind of compensation for them works and it's a good trade off balance. And I mean, there was a bit of time um, where I was asking a little bit too much out of my employees and one of them thankfully like came up and like, hey. By the way, like based on what you're paying us and what you're asking, like it's just not matching. So, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's still good communication between two, the, yeah, two it's groups. Yeah, open and, and honest. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, shoot, okay, I, I hear you, and yeah, I totally understand. We'll cut back and we'll try to like refine it more, so that yeah. way we both have a clear understanding of what we can ask from each other and whatnot. Definitely, um, which has been really, really great because then it gives me a more clear idea of like, okay what can I expect from these people and what is it when something pops up that I just have to take care of. Yeah. And I think for a lot of business owners, it'll be very frustrating to work with that. Mm-hmm. But for me in the situation that I'm in, I'm kind of looking around. I'm like, I honestly can't ask for anything better. Yeah, you're grateful for like them wanting to come in and stuff. Yeah, and, like, exactly. Yeah. Well, it just gives me so much more freedom and flexibility. It allows the store to be open for a very long period of time throughout the day. Mm-hmm. There have been multiple um, customers who are coming in who are expressing that they really like that. Um, we'll still have like some people ask if we can be open really, really late just to allow gamers to. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's like after I mean, work kind of thing. Or, pretty much. Yeah. And it's one of those things where we're like working behind the scenes trying to make that happen. We have like a idea of how we can do that, but it's also just lining up all the ducks, making sure that it can work out if we pull the trigger and yeah. then pulling the trigger if it's, you know, mm-hmm. possible. For sure. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much what we've been working on. That's exciting. Uh, yeah. And yeah, it's just generally just watching the books making sure that the numbers yep. are growing instead of shrinking when it's <laughs> that's shrinking. also terrifying when it is yeah, like, no. oh. <laughs> oh there are so many times where i'm like talking to distributors and like so you know this is going on and i'm like no i don't what are you talking <laughs> like, about what is that <laughs> yeah exactly and then it's oh, a gosh. quick like panic button for about a week or so mm-hmm. and then it all gets yeah. started down and then you're back to normal yeah it's a lot of highs and lows it's a lot of really exciting times feeling great really enjoying the whole business lifestyle Mm -hmm. and then there's other times where it's just like oh my god why did i do this yeah do you deal with like imposter syndrome at all when those times are happening yeah all Mm -hmm. all the time um yeah my my family like we do a lot of businesses my dad that's all he did when i was growing up was own his own businesses uh, but even like growing up in that environment and now running my own, it's one of those things where it's like, I know what needs to happen. I've seen that happen all yeah. the time. I know that I'm doing the steps to like the best of my ability, but there are still times where you're doing something else or you're finally taking like one day off after the 13 days that you're working. <laughs> oh, I know those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're sitting there, you're like, I need to do this. I need to like be running this report. I need to be crunching these numbers. Yeah. So like, even when you're sitting down, you're like telling yourself you need to work and it's kind of difficult to like in that first year to try to finally find a balance. But it's also one of those things where I'm very big on that work life balance. Yeah. So the more that I can do to try to ensure that both for myself and my employees, the better. For sure. So, yeah. yeah it's, but, oh, go ahead. Yeah. It's all just a struggle, but it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a progressive thing. You're going to get there slowly over time. Definitely. So, and yeah. kind of like thinking back like on like your days off and stuff and being like, okay, I have to do this and this and this. I had a previous guest, uh, Jamie Bartlett with Polypay, and we talked, I don't know if you've seen um, Queen's Gambit. Yeah. But we talk about like, oh, you're laying in bed, looking up and you're doing a chessboard yeah. and like you're planning out moves. Like, do you find yourself doing that? Like when you're laying in bed, like, okay, I have to do this sort of business. I have to do that. Like kind of 
playing it out mm, in your head? Not in much as in like, oh, these are the specific steps. It's mm-hmm. more of here's the overall image of what I want to accomplish and then kind of breaking it down of like, oh, at some point I'm going to need to do this. At some point I'm going to need to do that. Yeah. Um, but in terms of like then breaking that down further of like, okay, so if I get this done by this date, that means that I can move on to this, which means like I have this whole project done by yeah, just like a week. It. Yeah, yeah. Like in terms of like that kind of planning in my head, I, I, I can't do. Okay. I definitely need like something in front of me. It's like, okay, I want to go for this. These are the steps. Okay, now let's break it down further yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so I yeah. look at everything in the pool. I'm like, oh my God, freak out. I have to do all this, all this. I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. And it's very easy to kind of like when you are looking at that very big problem to kind of freeze up and then yeah. you're just caught in that spiral. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the act of just breaking it down into those small little things and then yeah. you, it's, it's a much easier pill to swallow over time. Definitely. So, yeah. 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 So you did mention like your one year, three year and five year plan. Like, have you like sat down and like looked at that since after your one year and has it changed or what is your one, three and five year? Um, so I have looked down like, I want to say it was about like three to four weeks ago and like looked over mm-hmm. the business plan. Yeah. And it was also really impressive how much was like, Oh, a lot of this has changed. Oh, it's crazy how much yeah. it changes. Like yeah, left such field a, stuff and all that. Yeah. In like, such yeah. a short time period. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, in terms of like the one to three to five year, um, definitely the, for the one year, it was the overall goal was like, Hey, just solidifying yourself in the community, make sure that this business is actually viable, that you're not just stressing out and barely making anything, which within our first year, it's already been really great signs of, okay, cool. This can work and the community can support and make it so that way we can pay our employees. And then I have a little bit left over to live off of. Yeah. Um, the three year, huh, be really nice if I can move on to online sales. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as I love my local community and providing the space for them to play and whatnot, in terms of actually like selling items and mm-hmm. trying to make a living off of it, there's only like so much that you can do within the local community. Yeah, you want to be able to expand too. Exactly. And, yeah. mm-hmm. and if you're providing like materials for one game in that immediate area for that community there's only like eight players who play that game Mm -hmm. it takes a lot of time investment to reach out to new players have convince them to come in Mm -hmm. show them game it's about like a two to three week process just to like demo games out to people yeah um and even then it's not a guarantee that if you show it to four people that two of them will be interested in join it yeah, it's very sure. possible that they're like no this mm, is our thing me. yeah exactly yeah. and mm-hmm. it's very it's games are a very subjective thing so that's totally yeah. valid um so it's one of those things where like okay so you can either focus on like putting in all this effort to try to introduce two new players or you can focus on the effort to go online and then just be on a nationwide worldwide kind of scale of just trying to sell out kits to people who are looking for a deal. Mm -hmm. So in the three year, it'll be really nice to do that. And then the five year, it'll be really nice to get Gordon's to a point where I can easily manage it from a distance and then start working on other projects and other businesses and start getting different uh, streams of income and revenue going through. Yeah. Um, So that's probably like the one to three to five year plan. That's exciting. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's progress. We're making it through yeah. slowly. So, yeah. <laughs> slowly but surely. Slowly and surely. That's really yeah. all business is. I think a lot of people really want those very fast rapid results. They do. Yeah. And, and that's I, not how to do it, I don't think. It really isn't. Yeah. I think you can find like some rare examples where there's just one guy who had an idea that was like right on the pulse, right on the money, mm-hmm. and it will like explode. Yeah. But that's definitely few and far between. Um, and I don't really don't think that's like a standard success story. Yeah, it's I, as rare as GameStop stocks being like a yeah. penny. And stuff. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who remembers uh, that? Ugh, ugh. Oh, GameStop? What was that? What was that? Huh? I don't understand. Yeah, we're going to be telling that to our grandchildren. Back <laughs> in the day, you used to go to a physical store to pick up your video games. Why? You can just order online. I know. It's Whoa. like Netflix and like Blockbuster now. I'm like, wait. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, Blockbuster was also an inspiration for Gordon's, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, mostly in the color scheme. Because... I like very rarely visited Blockbuster like a handful of times. Um, I don't know. If you, do you remember John's Video Palace? Yeah, yeah. So that was the store, that video store that I used to go into all the time as a kid. That was a good Friday night pizza uh, and that video store. Picking yeah. Out, like, yeah. No, exactly. It was the weekend <laughs> theme. My mom would pick me up from like school and whatnot. We would go over to John's. <laughs> we would each pick out a DVD, watch over the weekend, return it on yep. Monday. Yeah, it was just oh, part of. I sound so old. <laughs> oh, I know, right? Oh, I missed that tradition. It was That's great. So good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
but yeah, no, like those bright colors at Blockbuster, you'll hear a lot of people talk like, oh yeah, you go in and it first kind of overwhelms you. Yeah. And then when you sit there and get used to it, it's kind of not, it's it's this weird kind of calming feeling, which is weird for a space with really bright colors. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was that sort of thing that I was really wanting to kind of lean in towards was those very bright colors that when you first go in, it kind of grabs your attention and makes yeah. you look around. And then after a while, when you start seeing it, it's a little bit more comfortable. You get to marinate with it a little bit. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Very cool. Um, so, yeah, luckily I was working with a really great designer. I knew roughly what I wanted, but I didn't know like exactly like the color scheme. Mm-hmm. And um, she pretty much messaged me like, do you have any idea? No, no. I've, like you can come up with something that'd be awesome. She was like, all right, great. I'm just going to send you a bunch of colors, watches like you're going to like we're going to narrow it down until we find something that you like. So she sent me, I don't know how many different color combinations. <laughs> and yeah. it was like, OK, like these four was going back and forth. I'm like, OK, and then we landed on the orange and blue. Nice. And I love it. Your logo like really strikes. No, yeah, like, thank you. Yeah. It's yeah. Like cool. Yeah. No, we really like I really like the end results. And yeah, we really from, from the people who we've talked to, they've all seemed to really enjoy the space. So, nice. yeah. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. a cool little space. So for people who don't know, like, where are you located? We are located right off of El Camino on Traffic Way. So in Atascadero, I feel like Traffic Way is like slowly growing to a really cool, like different side streets. Yeah. We've got like the Recateur room right next door to us. And um, oh, was it Traffic Way Records, uh, which are two really, really the bar is really fun to hang out in if, as long as you're legal and whatnot. And Traffic Rate Records, Manual is just a really, really great uh, record dealer. Really like the man. Really like doing business with him and being a neighbor of him. We've got the Artery. We've got Mobley's next door across the street from us. So it's just a really cool kind of um, young energy growing yeah. street. So it's really fun to be in that crowd, to be rubbing shoulders with them. And definitely. it definitely feels like as a whole, we're definitely trying to... I guess kind of elevate that street a little bit. It might be a little bit pretentious to say it that way. Uh, I live on that street. <laughs> exactly. You're like, this is ours. This is my street. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's a really cool spot to be in. It's really fun. Oh, we've also got Biblos. Oh, it's, oh, delicious, it's so good. Delicious oh, Mediterranean food for great prices. Yes. My God, yeah. I'm constantly going over to them. Their chicken farmer play. Oh, if you haven't had it in your local, you need to. It's great, oh. great food. Love so it. Hungry. Oh, <laughs> uh, give it time. Sooner or later, you'll yeah, to get yeah, something. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but that's where we're located, right off of a uh, traffic way in uh, Tascadero, California. Perfect. So, yeah. so I gotta ask. We were talking about this a little bit before we started recording. Who is Gordon? <laughs> so it, it, this always feels like um, you're hurting people. There is no Gordon. <gasps> scandal oh no oh no <laughs> yeah no it was a purely a marketing choice when i was opening the game store the original goal when trying to come up with a name is i wanted to come up with a title that told the customer that it was a game store yeah. without the word game in there mm-hmm. that was like the initial like attempt the initial okay. like okay i want to try this and i think i like brainstormed on that trying to get something for about like three weeks maybe four like spent a lot of time trying to figure it out was talking to a lot of friends talking to family about it a lot of ideas were being bounced around and one day my mom just kind of came up to me and i think like her first pitch was something along the lines of grumpy gordon's games or something like that yeah so (laughs) and it was the same issue where it was like oh but it says games and what happened was as I was working, I was like talking to um, distributors, trying to create my accounts. I was going to um, city, state, um, and um, like the newspaper, getting like all the paperwork ready to pretty much say that I'm officially like running this business under sole proprietorship, yeah, all that legality all that fun stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and then we finally hit a bottleneck where multiple of those forms were like, okay, what's your business gonna be called? Yeah. So at some point it was just like, okay, Scrap, scrap the whole like <laughs> don't include games that's causing you too much of a headache oh, yeah um and then from there it was just a simple like okay well i want something that's gonna be easily rememberable like when people first hear it yeah. like there's gonna be some aspect to it that they can easily ca- recall back to um so the idea of like the three g's gordon's good games it's got like certain a certain rhythm to it it does yeah so in my mind it's one of those things where if people see those three they're gonna remember some combination of those two games it's either mm-hmm. they're gonna remember like good games gordon's games good yeah. gordon's like something along <laughs> yeah. those lines mm-hmm. 
And then it's just simple, like, okay, whenever they try to search up those two words on like Google or whatnot, try to optimize our SEO. So we're among yep. the top search results to like yeah. pop up. Um, so it was purely 100% after the initial, like, okay, drop the game aspect. Um, <laughs> I was say, where does it come back in? So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got that. Um, yeah. After that, it was like, okay, marketing, try to make it easy to remember. And yeah, um, my theory is that three G's and then that little rhythm. And then, yeah, it's, it, it gives people a little bit of something to try to remember. So mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah. So how long did it take you to like initially start up the business and get like, so let me rewind a little bit. Mm-hmm. What initially planted the seed in your head for this business? So I've always been, I played games like on and off for a long time, like starting in middle school, going through high school, took a break throughout college and then like started back up when I like came back and whatnot. Um, so I was always into games and I, in terms of like my career, I was jumping around and doing a lot of different stuff. I'm technically a college dropout. I only did like a year and a half of college formerly up in Oregon. Hey, join the club. Hey, yeah, I drop out. Yeah. <laughs> You're either going to go one or two directions. Yep, so exactly. Hopefully I keep on this trajectory. Um, <laughs> and ignore my phone in the background. I thought I muted my office phone. So we would just let that go. How dare you. I know. Uh, I'm so sorry. No, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to rewind a little bit here. Uh-huh. And um, we had a little office phone malfunction. But so I want to <laughs> talk about what initially planted the seed. The seed. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, I've been playing uh, board games for a long, long time, starting like middle school through high school, took a break in like college um, and then kind of back up when I came back here to California. And in terms of like career, I was jumping around and doing a lot of different stuff, trying to figure out what I wanted to do, you know, like. You're 18, you're 20, you're like, you yeah. have one idea of like, oh, I'm going to be this. And you start yep. working towards and you're like, you're like no. I don't want to do this. <laughs> yep. um, so it like went from um, film production, um, left college from there, came back home. Uh, I was working for a family for a string of time. They have like a bunch of just um, rental properties around here. So it's just basic maintenance work. Um, so did that for them a little bit. There is a local, uh, jeweler watchmaker here in Atascadero who does, um, classes on both jewelry making and watch repair. Oh, nice! So I looked into like being a watch repairman for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really fun. Interesting. Um, went over and, um, eventually started becoming an electrician. I was actually like three years into like the electrician apprenticeship program. Out oh, of four. Wow. So I was, I was really close to being done. Yeah. Um, but I had a, my very dramatic, like, Nope, I'm done with this as well. Don't <laughs> yep. want to do it anymore. Good luck guys. Oh, I feel that I've, I, I come so close to completing like certificates or, you know, like, um, diplomas and I'm just like, you know what? Why do I want to do this? Yeah, like, no. exactly. And it feels like in the moment, it feels so bad because yeah. you have a all... world. Yeah, like, exactly. Because yeah. you're like, oh, my God, I spent three years on this. I don't want to like spend the last year or whatever time period you have left to do this because you're just going to hate yourself then from it. You're just yeah. like, I don't want to do this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then it's one of those things where when you do step back, you then look around, you're like, you feel like you've wasted all that time. You are kind of looking at your spot and you're like, well, where do I go from here? And then there's a bunch of self-doubt that goes into it. Love that. Oh, oh yeah. Young adult <laughs> life, trying to figure out your yep. career and whatnot. Oh, it's a great period it's of life. Fun. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, so the electrical work was like the last like formal job that I had. Um, and that one was one where like for the longest time I thought like, okay, sweet. I'm going to be an electrician. That's what I'm going to be doing. Um, and I finally just kind of be honest. I was like, I, I hate this work. I don't want anything to do with this. I don't want my life to be centered around yeah. this. So what, what else am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Um, and my, my entire life, uh, my family has just been owning and operating their own small businesses. Oh, really? I've, my dad's never worked for anyone. Oh, He's nice. always been yeah. his own small business. Pretty much if like if the U.S. government was going to be doing a huge PR campaign of like the stereotypical American pulling their like <laughs> themselves up by their bootstraps yep, and whatnot, yep. they'll That's probably look into my dad. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> He's nice. one of those guys. He came from a uh, divorce household, low income and whatnot. Um, yeah. And he just worked his ass off uh, pretty much starting up his own little companies that were um small initial startup cost, but very easy to um, pretty much ask a lot out of the price tag. Mm-hmm. So like one of his first uh, businesses that he ran was like an electrical fence, the electric oh, fence kind of yeah, companies yeah. when those were first becoming kind of popular. And like there was these 
small kits that you could buy for like installation and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so pretty much I've been surrounded by small business ownership and yeah, what just that grew takes. up around that environment. <laughs> exactly. And everything. Yeah. yeah. And his deal is just kind of um, buying up um, small dilapidated businesses, getting them up and running, getting them profitable for a few months to a year, if not a couple of years, and then decide like, oh, do I want to keep going with this or do I want to sell it off to someone else and keep going with my life? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've been around that for a long time. And I kept saying like, no, I don't want to be a business person because I saw the amount of work yeah. that went it into it. It takes a lot of work. It's yeah. a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> it's And it's stressful. Mm-hmm. Again, I have like vivid memories of like... Ooh, not me waking up, or I guess waking up at like six, six thirty in the morning, hearing my dad like get up, walk down oh. the stairs and whatnot, and yep. then head off to work at like seven. Mm-hmm. Um and you're like, I don't want to be up that early. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like I don't I don't want any part of that. I like would remember and he was it's one of those things where it's tough to be a business owner because if anything goes wrong in the business, you have to respond to it pretty yeah. immediately. Yeah, and it's on you and no one else. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you have a family on top of that, there are times where it's just like, I want to be around you guys, but this is going on right now and I need to take care of it. Yeah. Um. So it was also that sort of aspect where it was just like, no, I want to have a lifestyle where when I'm away from work, that's it. Yeah. Um, and I searched and pursued that. And it was one of those things where it's just like, oh, I really don't like being under someone else's thumb and yeah. having to work around their schedule. I like having some autonomy and some agency in my own life and having control over it. Mm-hmm. Um, so after the whole electrical thing, I was kind of sitting around trying to figure out what I wanted to do. And then I finally kind of like swallowed the pill of like, okay, well, maybe I'll like start a business. What kind of business though, man? Like you yeah. don't you don't have any skills. <laughs> Who's gonna hire oh, you to do anything? You live many lives. He sounds like you have skills. Yeah, like, maybe yeah. a handful. Yeah. Um. So I was like trying to sit around and think about it, and um, yeah, and like I said, gaming was something that was always kind of sort of around in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just went through a period of really really hard mental health. Um, to the point where I was just I would. I would like talk and socialize with friends, but like the absolute bare minimum. Yeah. To be like, Hey, I'm, I'm still here, but I just can't socialize. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And gaming for me was a really great tool to kind of help uh, create like a structure to try to socialize and talk and interact yeah. with my friends and everything. It prompts to do that. And yeah, like, yeah. And it's so much easier to reach out to people and be like, Hey, let's play a game versus just like, Hey, let's, try to hang out and like kind just of sit to, and stare at each other. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. It gives a solid goal that like each person can work towards. Yeah. So it was one of those things of like, okay, want to start my own business. I really like this and I like the way it's done for my life. And it'll be really great if I can provide that to my local community mm-hmm. for us in our local area. We only have like one other game store. That's about a 40 minute drive. It's in slow. It's in slow. Yeah. yeah San Luis mm-hmm. Obispo. Um, and nothing wrong with that game store. They they do very well for themselves and they do have like a little black um, play area as well. And I used to like go over to those uh, play nights and whatnot. But, you know, it's a lot. It's I a would, trek to get down there. Yeah. yeah. Like my schedule yeah. when I was working in construction was I would wake up at four, go to the site at seven, work till three. If it was a game night, then immediately go home. So if you're working solo, driving back home, that's another 40 minute drive shower eat grab all your supplies go drive back over to the slow Uh, it's about another 40 minute drive play a three-hour game then drive back over you're spending like an hour and a half and just commuting and gas now too like it's insane (laughs) really really bad yeah um and whenever i would go to those events like i would look around and yeah majority of the people were like like lived in san luis obispo but i would see like a handful of people who were like oh we're from atascadero or paso or whatnot yeah. So it was one of those things where even then it was just like, that's odd. Like if there's people who are here and they're already driving out here, then there's got to be more gamers who like yeah. want to participate, but they just can't afford it mm-hmm. for very obvious reasons. Or a lot of them, like they don't drive or like they, it's yeah. like younger people too, who yeah. like don't have a driver's license yet or anything. And exactly. they walk to you. Like I know yeah. a lot of people are like, oh, we're walking to Gordon's. Like, okay, have fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that's another really great part about being in that little downtown area, especially mm-hmm. when it's right next to residential stuff. Yeah. So... It was kind of a perfect combination of like, okay, there seems to be this demand for this. I really like doing like games and whatnot, and I want to provide it to people and whatnot. 
And then this was also like right in the pandemic. So we had John's video pilots closed down as mm. that was a heartbreaking moment. Yes. Um, there was another game store here in town that was open irregularly. Like that was officially on Entrado, wasn't it? It was, yeah. yeah. And he officially closed it down. Okay. He was done. So I was wondering if like you were the same guy who like owned it. No, like, huh, we, but... we reached out to him and we're trying to talk to him and be like, hey, like if you want to sell your stuff, we'll definitely pick it up. Um, and initially we didn't hear anything from him. But then later on when we opened our doors, we did. So, mm-hmm. but it all that's worked all. out. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, it was kind of a perfect opportunity of wanting to provide a little play space, trying to start a business. Yeah. John's Video Palace closed. My Turn Games, the old game store in Tascadero closed and GameStop closed. Mm -hmm. So I pretty much looked at all of that. It was like, okay, cool. Like now's the time. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It was. I know that I know that there is like people in the Tascadero, Thompson Paso who want to play games. Um, I know that these three stores were profitable at one point and then COVID happened. So I just don't know if they didn't have enough to just make it through. So it was one of those things where I was looking around. I was like, well, I'm not like the best for this, but if anyone's going (laughs) to give it a shot, why not? It's a good old college try. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And my also thought process was like, shoot, I'm like 20. I think, yeah, I was 24 at that time, 23 turning 24 at that time. Um, I was looking around. I was like, if this goes up in flames, I've got my entire <laughs> lifetime to dig myself out of that yeah, hole and find something else. I can work in a call center or something like oh, that. Gosh. Like yeah. <laughs> there, there are like as bad as it would be to fail. Like at least I tried it when I was young, For and sure. then yeah. like I can just know. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those scenes of like, all right, cool. We're just gonna toss it and see how far we go. Yeah. Um. And so far, you know, we've been. It's, it's doing good. It's doing really good. Yeah. It's going really far. Mm-hmm. So. And again, it's one of those things where, again, in my head, it's like, oh, okay, this is the outline. This is what's going to be happening on this time pace. And we're already like so far beyond that timeline. Mm-hmm. It's really, really great and really surprising for me because, again, I, was, I wasn't anticipating this much support this quickly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was a, kind of a perfect combination of wanting to provide a little game space to the community because I knew that people would want it and also just, okay, well, time and place, it's all kind of lining up. Yeah. I have like a background in running businesses or at least seeing how businesses are run. So yeah, for my first go around, well, let's do this. Let's what's the worst that can happen. Yeah. So yeah. just send it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just send it. Just That's send it. Send it. <laughs> well, yeah. I think we're going to take a quick break real quick, get a couple more sips in and see if we have a word from our sponsors and then okay. we'll be right back. Sounds great. Hi, it's Renee, your host of small business sips. And I would love to introduce you to my friend, Jamie Barlett, an expert in the payment services industry who is approaching her 10th year in business. Her company, PolyPay, is enabling businesses around the U.S. to take and receive credit card payments from customers. Every night when you settle your day's register, PolyPay makes sure you get paid on time. Whether your business is taking payments at a storefront or online or mobile, PolyPay handles your contactless payments, tips, debit and credit transactions wirelessly with a point-to-point encryption. Every member of the PolyPay team has over five years of expertise in the industry, and they are on a first-name basis with every one of their customers. They even give out their cell phone numbers. Visit polypay.com and mention Small Business Sips and get a free, no-obligation merchant statement review and let PolyPay earn your business by offering you lower rates and superior customer service. Thank you, PolyPay, for sponsoring this portion of the podcast. Alrighty, and we are back. I hope you have a refill because we are going to be continuing this podcast. So I want to get into the Instagram questions here. Yeah. We did get quite a few Instagram questions for you. So the first one is, uh, what was your favorite game to play when you were little? Again, the game that like really got me into the whole hobby was Warhammer 40,000 when I was like really, really little. Like we're talking like 10 to 8, probably like the classic uh, Mattel kind of games. Uh, mm-hmm. Clue was a really great so one. Good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My family also played Skippo a lot whenever I've we heard of that. Oh, Skippo. It's a little <laughs> card game. Um, and I might be confusing it with phase 10. We've played a lot of different card games. Mm-hmm. Um, but Skippo, I want to say is a you have a large deck of cards. You've got four little piles. You're just trying to pretty much offload your entire hand. The first person to do that wins. Um, and it's just putting cards in ascending order from one to 12. And I think a Skippo like skip the player's turn mm. um so a really simple game but it was really yeah. enjoyable once you learn the rules it was fairly quick and intuitive mm-hmm. um so skip was a really great game phase 10 was a really great game um just played a handful of like different games throughout my uh lifetime so 
Yeah, as a, when I was little, we'll we'll go with uh, Skipbo. That was that was hey. that was a good family game. Right, really enjoyed it. it. Yeah, yeah, no, ten out of ten would mm-hmm. really recommend. It's Bye. a really great game. Cool. So, yeah, yeah. All right, and then um, another one we have is uh, what were the first tabletop um, RPG games you played? So my friend uh, Aaron was the one who got me into tabletop role playing mm-hmm. games, uh, and we started off. I want to say we officially started off with mutants and masterminds and that's a role-playing system that's uh designed around superheroes really enjoyable system but a very uh crunch system Hmm. it's great because it allows you to if you have an idea for a superhero that system has so many rules that you can pretty much make it very easily Mm -hmm. um but it's very difficult for new players to kind of get a general sense of what's going on and how to create those characters once you get an idea of the system nice and well i wouldn't say intuitive you have a (laughs) lot of creative freedom yeah um, but until then it's a lot to try to understand what's going on and what you need to do um so yeah i would say like the first uh rpg that i played was mutants and masterminds and then it went uh to D. And then from there, we've just been bouncing around to a lot of different role-playing games. But mm-hmm. yeah, technically, I want to say my very first uh, RPG was Mutants and Masterminds. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. So I have to say, I have I did my first, like, was it campaign? I, I'm very nice. new into this, but I, I played D&D for the first time last hey. week, and I was just like, oh my god, this is so fun. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's really enjoyable. Was it with yeah. a group of close friends? Or? Yeah, it was actually uh, Mandy and Tori. Shout out to Mandy and Tori, Atlas Crafters. Mm. They were mm. on the show, and they're like, we gotta play d and I'm like, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's a really great time. Again, especially if you're with a group of people that you know really, really well, because mm-hmm. um, it is a really nice structured environment of like, here is like this exaggerated story or location you're in. What do you want to do? It's just mm-hmm. really fun improv with the rule structure yeah. around it. I didn't it. realize how like free it was, and you can basically do whatever you wanted. I was yeah. like, I could do that. What? I can ask for this, and we'll see if it happens. Yeah. that's like the what? one thing that takes a lot of people a long time for it to finally click. There are a few people like you and whatnot where it's just like, oh, I can do this, and then they'll just run wild with the idea. Yes. Yeah, that's what I did. I was like, I can do this and this and this and this. Oh, this yeah. that. And like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just having fun. Yeah, no. I'm just trying to, uh, we'll see what happens. About, <laughs> uh, I'm surprised by the amount of people that I meet um, who are just like, can, can I do this? It's just like, <laughs> go for it. Yeah. What's the worst that's going to happen? It's just like, I might die. Then it's a new character. That's just true. keep going. Yeah. So, uh-huh. yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, that's really awesome. Are you guys going to be doing a regular game or? Yes, our next one is like 4th of July weekend, I think we're doing. Ooh, yeah, I know. Be fun. Yeah, we want to do it more often, but like, <laughs> both, like both of us, like owning businesses and also working other jobs on top of it, we're like, when can we meet? Yeah. And that's the other like really difficult part about <laughs> yeah. all role playing groups is just that trying to get a time where everyone's free, especially yeah. like on a regular interval. My mm-hmm. God, it's so difficult sometimes. Yeah. We're like up our calendars. Like, how about this? No, how about this? No. And we're like, oh, shoot. <laughs> I felt so bad because for my last group, like a lot of the guys, they're like normally out of state and they're finally back here for the summer. So we're all mm-hmm. like texting each other. Oh, let's get a game going. And we made plans to like do something on Monday. And I was like, all right, sweet. Monday, four o'clock. Ah, I, I got time to like finish my like work and whatnot. I can make it, I, yeah. I can make it happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the day started going. And I was just getting like constant curveball after curveball after curveball for my business of like, oh, I got to take care of this fire. I got to take care of this thing. I got to simple orders and like send it out. Yeah. And I was looking at the clock. And I was like, oh. I got an adult. <laughs> yeah exactly i'm just like i'm sorry guys i can't make it oh no yeah, yeah and that's uh it's, it's unfortunately becoming more and more of a thing as time is going on so it's, yeah again it's one of those things where you want to try to have balance but at the same time whenever the business calls you mm-hmm. as the owner you're kind of the final stop so you either have to do it or it's gonna burn a little bit till you take care of it yeah. so yeah yeah do, do you see like the regular people come in and like your play area and like do they have like regular times that they come in and meet up together and do you see the new people like clicking like this is awesome like. <laughs> um, so we definitely do have like times where our regulars will come in and i mean we mm-hmm. have our schedule of um organized play nights and we do something different for each night so like on mondays is our day for battle tech that's a miniature uh mech game um so we'll have like our dedicated uh group of people who are really into that game they'll come in at that time and play um and there'll be some bleed over you'll see like some guys were like oh this guy, he plays Battletech, Magic, Warhammer. Like, all right, sweet. We're going to see him multiple days. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do see, like, those regulars come through in certain groups and whatnot. And those groups will change and more based on who's interested and who's participating. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. So we'll see them come in. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. good. Mm-hmm. So do you like, like, what's your favorite thing, like, when, like, running the store? Like, is it, like, meeting, like, a new gamer and, like, seeing, like, getting them excited about something or the back-end stuff? Um, oh, for me, like, the most worthwhile thing, the thing that I'm most proud of of the store is that backspace. It is, mm-hmm. like... Pretty much for me, those little moments where I'm rushing around trying to take care of a lot of stuff for the store, when I can step back, look into the back room, see that it's full, see that it, there's a bunch of people playing games on those tables and whatnot. Uh, that's like the thing for me that's yeah. the most fulfilling because that was that pretty much warms the heart. You're like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that was like the main intention was going. I was like, yeah. I want to provide a space that people can come and use and play those games and meet new people and mm-hmm. have that environment. So for me, seeing that it's like, okay, cool. It's it's happening. People want this. Like, yeah. All right, cool, cool. It's We're happening. making. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a very it's a very good motivator. And mm-hmm. then it's like, okay, back down to the crunch. Let's let's make yeah. this happen for as long as we can. Yeah. Awesome. So, very yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Well, to go back a little bit to the Instagram questions here, mm-hmm. um, we do have another one. There um, are there any systems you like to run at the store but can't? Um, as in like tabletop role playing game systems. Oh. I just realized I have a typo. Oh no, how could you? Burn. But burn, but burn can't. But burn can't. Um, yeah, in terms of systems, not personally. Um, when it comes to like certain games being run at the store, my strategy is find people who are much more obsessed about those games than I am mm-hmm. and let them take the lead on organizing those games. Okay. Um, so... I guess a good example would be our Adventures League. It was one of those games. It's D&D. It's just an alternate form. So that way it easily allows people to come in and out of a game. They're mm-hmm. not obligated to come in. Not for like four weeks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was like a um, organized play night that I wanted to have at the store for a long time. But we really, really struggled on getting that up and running. Mm-hmm. Um, and God bless. We've had a community member come in who... Uh, moved from the Bay Area. He did a bunch of uh, Venture League stuff over there and he was a DM and he's now like essentially volunteering his time oh, nice. uh, to run those events for us. We'll still like do our best to like get publicity, the word out of like, hey, there's a Venture League, like this guy's running it and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's definitely my strategy of just like, okay, find someone who actually knows what they're doing within the system really, really well. Yeah, and let them take ah. control kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, ask them like well, from the store, what do you need from us in order to support you to the best of our ability mm-hmm. try to provide those resources to the best we can and then from there just be like all right let's see fun. how yeah exactly <laughs> let's see how the community responds to it mm-hmm. um and right now finally getting to the point where we're having like regular uh, players like show up and come by um it's still in a very small forum there'll be times where we don't have that minimum but then there's other times where we do and it's a really great time so in terms of like any other systems um yeah, I can't really think of anything for the store. If if I ha- am curious about a system, I'm probably gonna be calling up my friends and saying, "Hey, I want to try out Shadowrun. Let's make a character and do three sessions and see how yeah. we like it, mm-hmm. and then we'll go from there." Mm-hmm. Um, so in my personal life, I, I'm, I'm interested in Shadowrun. I'm really okay. excited about that. It's a cyberpunk uh, role playing system, Ooh. and cyberpunk is a very growing genre right now and yeah. i i really dig it i like um half robots half humans oh that sounds sick oh yeah and dystopian <laughs> like sci-fi stuff oh yeah. i love it it's really great Just chef's kiss yeah like, yeah, yeah exactly so yeah yeah nice. yeah, yeah perfect yeah. <laughs> well we got one final instagram question here and the last three have been from adam hello adam thank Hi, you for adam. listening <laughs> <laughs> and then adam wants to know um have you guys tried the escape uh dark castle game that he left for you <laughs> sorry adam i i haven't <laughs> sorry Doug, don't, gosh. don't don't come in through the door please um I, I i don't know if jacob has to jacob honestly spends a lot more time at the store than i do nowadays i'm definitely getting to the point where it's like okay i can leave my people there and i can manage from afar mm-hmm. so i need to ask jacob if he's tried the escape dark castle game um but yeah sorry adam i i, I haven't I've, I've been busy with other things yeah so. we we're supposed to have jacob here today but he's a little bit under the weather so if yeah. anyone's wondering and saw on instagram but mm-hmm. like yeah we miss you jacob wish you were here buddy <laughs> Cheers. I'm sorry. I, I cried for about half an hour, man. Oh. <laughs> well, let's see here. Let's. Um, so I kind of want to go back to like we were talking about Doug in previous lives. Mm-hmm. And what would you say like younger Doug, like early 20s, uh, late teens would mm-hmm. think of you now and running your own business, kicking butt like. 
he would be very surprised. Yeah. Again, it was that whole thing of like, people would ask me, oh, do you want to run a business like your dad? No, no. Like the exact opposite of that. So he would be genuinely shocked of what the hell? Why are you running the business? Is your dad laughing at you now? Like, um, oddly, he's been very supportive. Good, uh, good, yeah, 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 no, like, God, God bless my family. I give them like so much shit and like cause some trouble for them. But yeah, no, they've been incredibly supportive and so, so helpful. Um, yeah, so yeah, younger Doug would be very, very surprised that I'm doing what I'm doing right now. And I think it's one of those things where, especially like 20 year old Doug, like trying to anticipate like five to 10 year, like very worried of where I'll be essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if he was seeing where I'm at, it's like, okay, cool. You're, you're not, you're not drowning. You're, you're staying up yeah. below. You're making progress towards what you want to do. Like, okay, cool. You're, you're doing good. Yeah. Keep going, man. <laughs> doing it. Yeah. yeah. You're doing it. <laughs> Keep doing it, dude. Um, yeah. So that, that's probably like the two reactions of just like, what the hell? <laughs> All right, cool. Well, you're still surviving, so good. Keep going. Yeah, you're so, doing it. Sweet. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I would say those are probably the two reactions mm-hmm. that young Doug would have. Okay, nice, mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. So talking about surviving and stuff, has there been a moment where you thought you were drowning? Like you had this, like the failure of like starting up the business or you learned a hard way, like, okay, let's maybe not do that going forward. Like yeah. you have a story behind that. Yeah, there's definitely those like learning curve moments where you think, oh, if I do this, then... Uh, obviously sales by this time will mean that we're out of the hole so yeah it's going to be totally fine Mm -hmm. and you do those steps and then you look at the numbers afterwards and you're like like, oh no no i just uh broke even so for this whole month i'm not gonna have any money at least you broke even though that's yeah yeah yeah, exactly and that was like another like uh thought process strategy that i had with the businesses that i always want I feel like a lot of businesses, their goal is at the end of the month to pretty much have enough money where they can pay their employees, pay all the, like, the expenses, have enough for their higher up management to get their kind of monthly checks. Mm-hmm. And as long as they're like net zero, no like major profit, no major loss, then they're good. Mm-hmm. For me, it's very much, especially after COVID, it's like, no, I want a lump sum of cash. Yes, I know, yeah. especially like in big business, that's a very bad idea because inflation and whatnot. If you just have a lump sum of cash, it sits there for five years. It's going to lose value over time. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it's like, hey, if I have liquid cash and something like comes up, then chances are I'm not totally screwed. Yeah. I, I have some flexibility. I have some breathing room. So for me, whenever something like a life lesson about the business of like, oh, don't overspend. Make sure that you're budgeting well. Make sure that you're counting all these dollars well. Mm-hmm. If something doesn't look right in a uh, receipt from a distributor, like ask it that yeah, day. Don't and, don't yeah. wait. Yeah, the very basic stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, having that kind of buffer really makes my life a lot less stressful because ultimately the reaction is like, ah, oh, damn it! Like I don't don't do that again. Yeah, make sure that these <laughs> steps happen so this doesn't happen again. That sucks that I lost all this money. I still have a healthy pool. I can make it to the next day. Mm-hmm. Let's keep going. Yeah, if gas goes up to $8, I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Given trends. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that, that's pretty much like the main thought process is mm-hmm. like, okay, as long, as long as I can maintain, have that pool of cash at least exist, if I can have it grow, that's ideal. Yeah. Um, and then just be able to like on a weekly basis, make those reorders have enough or if a sudden emergency or a sudden new release comes out that we can grab it and still have a healthy uh cash pool at the end of the month mm-hmm. like that's that's great mm-hmm. um so yeah, yeah okay yeah so would you say like um uh, for like entrepreneurs listening or people who want to start the business like mm-hmm. it is important to like double check everything take oh, priority yeah. right away and like oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um i think for a lot of people that's like incredibly obvious of like yeah you you want to double check everything yeah. why well, aren't you doing don't. that Doug? like they're just like oh like there's five thousand dollars missing okay Rough. or they don't know that and it's like yeah hey. and it's just like no you should really be paying attention <laughs> yeah. to that that's yeah. big no some people are like oh i'll just let it be and it, it'll happen on its own and it'll take care of itself like, and that's no. when it gets so much worse yes. yeah, yeah exactly mm-hmm. uh yeah so it's definitely one of those things where if something's popping up look into it and take yeah. care of that fire now mm-hmm. uh it's on you, you. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah and i mean the way that i've broken it down to like my employees and whatnot of just like if it's like a small mistake, one small mistake within like two weeks, three weeks. Like, yeah, that's going to hurt, but we can ultimately move on to it. Yeah. 
we don't want a large series of small mistakes because that's what ultimately leads up to that big mistake that knocks you out of business. Mm-hmm. Um, and ultimately, again, that's what that cash fund is for, essentially, is just, okay, yeah, that was a small mistake. Okay, we still have enough padding. Talk about it, if, like, figure out yeah. what happened. And then move on. Move grow on. from it. Exactly. Yeah. I'll see like a lot of business owners and a lot of attitudes and like someone once commented to me about it of like, like an example of like an employee like comes in late, that manager will kind of like lean into them and just kind of rail them of like, you need to be more responsible with your time. Like, da, 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 da. like really leaning into them. And for me, it's just like, oh, dude, I get it. Like, yeah, life, life. comes up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Life, life gets in the way. You're with your girlfriend and time got away from you. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah. Don't do that again um but not like mm, like we're gonna just get stripped down to this like yeah, no you exactly. can't do that again. you're fired or suspension yeah. like yeah well and like someone asked he's like well i would have gotten laid into like at my job so why didn't it you and for me it's just like well at the end of the day what's that gonna do yeah like, what is that gonna achieve yeah like, exactly yeah. if mm-hmm. anything now if i do like lay into my employee like that He's going to be less likely to come up to me whenever any little thing happens. Yeah. And like, you don't want him to be scared of you. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that was like a learning, like that was like one opportunity where I did like lay into like one employee uh, fairly early on in our starting days. And that was a moment where I kind of had to step back and think about it. I'm like, okay, yes, there was a mistake here and we did need to address it. But the way and style that I addressed it, that needs to reform. I can't I can't address it like that because yeah. that's just going to start like a bad work environment entirely. What's well, a whole learning curve, though, too, like having employees. Figuring yeah, about, like, and yeah. Just basic management, how to work with those personalities. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also so I'm like the youngest child of the family. So mm-hmm. my role was very much peacekeeper. Like, oh, yeah. Look, look what's going around the room and be like, <laughs> OK, what do I need to do? And then yeah. doing that. Oh, I was the youngest. Mike, let's cause trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, that for me, my I was, I would tell my brother like it's the job of the younger to piss off the older. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. the older, so I'm sorry, man. That's uh, I just have to do this. How it happens? Exactly. <laughs> I don't know what else you could expect from me. Like it's just in my job title. You're welcome. Yeah, exactly. You now have a reason to live. Um, yeah. So oh, I totally lost track. I'm so sorry. Um, That's okay, we were talking about um, like working with employees and how to like talk and like take handle oh, situations. Yeah. So yeah. I for the longest time my way of interacting with people was a very like passive form and it was very much a form of I want to understand where you're at and mm-hmm. then what I can do that we can both kind of meet in this middle ground where we're both kind of getting and achieving something that we both want. Mm-hmm. And in management that both works really, really well and then at times doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um so like one skill that I'm like trying to work on is definitely being um, when a time calls for it assertive, but not like overly dogmatic assertive where it doesn't make sense. Yeah. But you want to uh, get the point across though. Too. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. I definitely have like the weak spot of like whenever like trying to enforce a policy and I kind of get worked up a little bit. Um, and then people are like, okay, well explain this policy. Like what, what's your thought process for it? Um, if I'm like really, really wild up, it is very difficult for me to kind of logically like cleanly lay out. Like I want to do it this way for this, this, and this reason. Mm. Um, but if I like step back away for like half hour, an hour, calm down a little bit, then it's much easier for me. Like, okay these are the things that I'm focusing on that I'm prioritizing. Mm-hmm. So because of that, that's why I'm creating this policy because I believe that that achieves these goals the best. Yeah, for sure. Um, and that's really mature too, to like step aside and be like, okay, we're not going to handle this right now. Like, let's take a look at the outside situation. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and like what a situation from the outside events say, but, mm-hmm. and like not just react, just how you're feeling yeah. and right then and there. Yeah. Like, and that's yeah. been a very uh, tricky thing to try to learn and to mm-hmm. uh, practice practice is when to uh take that step back and kind of realize like hey you're being dogmatic right now people are asking for an explanation and you're not providing that yeah um so and also just trying to create that um not language but uh, i guess a system mm-hmm. where you can pretty much look to your employees and like give me a few minutes i'll come back to you guys and let yeah. you know what i'm thinking of um because there's also just kind of the um, perception of like, especially from a manager owner position of like, oh, you have a clear mode map, like 100 percent of the time, you know what you're wanting to do all the time. For me, it's just like, yeah, 
almost reactionary of like, where are we at? What do we need to do? Okay, I want to do this then mm-hmm. because something in my gut feels like it's the most right step. Yeah. And then it's not after till I like mull over it for about an hour, two hours till it finally is like, okay, this feels right to me yeah. because of these reasons. And if I mean, like, do it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. And if I'm in the heat of the moment, there's so much going on that I yeah. can't cipher through and figure out those reasons. Definitely. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's just a it's an interesting skill to work on. Def- and that's yeah. a lot of just small business ownership is you're starting starting off you're in a certain point in your life and you only have a certain set of skills and you're just working on improving those skills yeah. so the, well, i'm definitely not the same person i was like two years ago oh, when i was yeah. like who is she yeah <laughs> like- <laughs> exactly i mean and that's life like you're always going to be progressing and changing in some form mm-hmm. um but i feel like owning the business it's going to add a different kind of pressure and it's going to demand a different kind of growth from you yeah i don't know if it's so much as a different like rapid growth but I, i've definitely noticed that people who start and run businesses that they overall have a very different personality mm-hmm. and a different way of thinking and handling things versus people who just have a standard nine-to-five job yeah mm-hmm. um yeah, yeah yeah we definitely we have i feel like the brain has like the left side and the right side i feel like business owners have a third side of a the little brain, bit that makes yeah sense. yeah it's almost for me it's a kind of middle ground of yes i have the right side that's very logical that's saying like that's an interesting idea there's no way we can do that but it's an interesting idea i'll give you to that mm-hmm. um in the creative side and I feel like that third side is very much that middle ground. It's like, okay, yep. we have the two wants. How are we going to achieve this middle ground? Exactly. Um, yeah. we, we really want a fun space. We can't spend 10000 on it. <laughs> like we wish. but Yeah, exactly. So like, how, how do we want to go about that? Kind of like very basic problem solving skills. And the yeah. more creative you can be with those problem solving skills, the better. Mm-hmm. So For sure. Yeah, 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 I definitely fight with like my creative side is definitely a lot more stronger than my logical side. Uh, and then bless my husband. He He's more logical. And so he's like, why are you doing it like that? I'm like, oh, because it'll be fun and we can do that. And he's like, that doesn't make sense, though. Yeah, exactly. Like, it will eventually. Just trust <laughs> just me. Just trust me. Just go with the flow. Yeah, and he's, he's saying like, that. He's like, no, 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 yeah, no, no. You should just abort now. Yeah. yeah. yeah we, we cannot like work together. Like when we're ever like in like the studio together, like working mm. on like logical and creative things. Like uh-huh. we just both go two different directions. Like we're making the same cake, but going different ways to make uh, it. And we're like, okay. And we just get so frustrated. Like, no, wait, what are you talking about? What's this? this that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Like even when me and Jacob are having discussions of like how we both think that the store should be, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we'll have totally different visions, ideas of how it should be. And luckily, like we both, we both have like a background in construction, so we both kind of have that skill set of being direct um, mm-hmm. and not taking everything that's thrown at us like super personally. Yeah. Like there'll be like some chips on the shoulder, but yeah. Um, as long as I can like step back, drop my ego, it's fairly easy to come back the and be ego like, is yeah. So hard to drop oh sometimes. my god! Uh, <laughs> I feel like business owners have an ego. <laughs> it goes back and forth. There are like some days where it's like, yeah, you're right. I'm being the dick right now. Yes, Let's move on. Yeah. And then there are other days where like, no, I want to do it this way. Why are you guys not doing it? Yep, and yep, those yep. are the times where you really need to step back and just be like, calm, breathe, breathe. <laughs> I deal with that so much. I was just like, why can't I just drop this ego right now? Yeah. And then some days it's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I feel like. Like, like in my past, like I've slowly been getting better, but there's definitely like loads of improvement that can be done. So definitely. yeah, yeah. And like with both of us being like pretty like young business owners, have you come across like ageism at all in your career? Like being like, uh, I have. Okay, actually, like early on, yeah, and like <laughs> when I was first shopping around for like storefronts of where I wanted to put the business, um, I was like taking my folks along because I wanted their input and whatnot. Yeah, they've done multiple of these. Like, yeah, for sure. Get the input. Yeah. Um, and there was like the um uh, real estate agent, like he he wasn't like super exclusive, but it was very much just like a oh you're doing this that that's cute yeah yeah like, good it for was, you yeah yeah exactly yeah. it wasn't like a oh damn you're starting your own business that's awesome it's just yeah. like oh okay you're taking mom and dad's money you're doing this oh that's that's cute you're like no but me yeah exactly <laughs> yeah um so that yeah. was so I mean there was that um mm-hmm. and I mean I'll I'll talk to like some friends. And even like some colleagues and we'll be like going around being like, oh, this old, this old, this old. And I'll go to my age. I'm like, yeah, I'm this. Yeah. And everyone's like really surprised. Of oh, just really? Like, yeah, yeah. No. Because I mean, yeah, like within my immediate uh, employees, I'm like 
middle ground. I have two employees who are younger than me and then two more who are older than me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that feels really weird uh, yeah. managing those people of just like, okay, there's a five age difference between <laughs> us. But I'm telling you what to do. Yeah. This doesn't feel natural at all, but we're going to go with it. Has that gotten like more comfortable over time though? Because like I can feel like that will be hard if I hired someone like older than me. I'm like, hi, hey. respect me. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God bless. They really, they don't do too much to be like, oh, we're going to like. It depends on the person you. too. Yeah. yeah. Um, they're, they, they are all very much recognize of like okay yeah this is doug's space this is like doug's vision like okay what are you thinking they'll still like put in their input yeah and i try as hard as i can to make it feel like they're actually heard um and i try to do it where whenever the idea makes sense and it aligns with the goals that i'm trying to pull off to enact it Mm-hmm. Um, but on the flip side, also be upfront of just like, yeah, and that's the complete opposite of what I'm going for. So I appreciate yeah. the input. We're dropping this entirely, though. Yeah. Um, and that's just been another interesting skill set to try to work on. Mm-hmm. And then for me, I think the hardest thing um, being this young and listening to other people's and their opinions is whenever I'm accepting another person's uh, opinion. I think I'm always worried about the image of that. I am kind of flopping to their side mm-hmm. of like, oh, doesn't really have a spine. Just whatever idea first comes to him. That's what he's going to go with. Uh-huh. That's that's like the hardest thing for me is getting over that feeling. Yeah. And it's definitely more of like, no, I, I just want kind of a um, helpful, constructive atmosphere where we can all put in our own ideas or what we think that should be happening. Mm-hmm. So that way, because it's all I'm, collaborative. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because mm-hmm. I mean, for all the ideas that I'm going to have, uh, like if we have like 10 ideas, seven of them are probably going to be wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm probably only going to have like three really good ideas that will treat the business really well. Mm-hmm. So the more that I can do to listen to everyone else's 10 ideas and try to pick out their three really good ones yeah that's going to be much better to do than just my three good ideas and seven really bad ones mm-hmm. so well, that's still a good statistic though because like there's like i have like a million ideas i'm like these are all bad yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah and it's also just for argument's sake of like easy, yeah. like okay simple numbers no for but sure yeah, yeah it yeah. is one of those things where it's just like you're gonna come up with a lot of ideas and a lot mm-hmm. of them are really really bad so the more yeah. people that you talk to and the more ideas that you listen um, it just gives you more sources essentially to be like, oh, that actually makes sense. I, I should be doing that and then yeah. t- take some steps to achieve that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Cause yeah. I feel like if we all just like kind of like listen to each other and like we, there's so much we can learn and yeah. everyone does have great ideas. Yeah. yeah. Some of them are bad. Like I have many bad ideas, but mm-hmm. you know, everyone can bring something to the table. And yeah. I think it's so important that you are listening to everyone and their concerns Trying. or their opinions and mm-hmm. like choices and all that. But yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. And I think again, it's, I think it's just an overall good idea for any manager in any business to try to create that atmosphere that allows their employees because that's the other thing that i can only see so much of the business and Mm -hmm. especially with game stores a good chunk of that is making the customer feel both welcome in the space that they enjoy being in the space that you're carrying Mm -hmm. products that the customer is interested in and for everything that I'm doing, I can't pay like 100% attention to what the customer wants. Yeah. So, so you I'm, rely on your employees. Exactly. I'm, I'm relying yeah. on my crew on the ground to be mm-hmm. like, hey, what's something that people are interested in? Uh, if we do this sort of event, like how many customers do we have out there that are into this sort of thing? Yeah. Um, so it's definitely also kind of relying on that. And um also kind of trusting in their opinion and what they're seeing too. Mm-hmm. That's also been a very like big thing of mine. Cause I'm very much the type that likes to take control of something. I'm very, very possessive of my items. Uh-huh. Um, so whenever and I very much trust my gut and yeah. if, some, if something goes wrong and it was my idea, it's very easy for me to be like, ah, oh, damn, that, that was a really bad idea. Let's move on. Yeah. If it was a bad idea and I took it from someone else, that for some reason is so much more difficult for me to get over. No, I, so, I can see that. Yeah. 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 It's, so, and that's also just been an interesting skill of trying to practice of just like, Hey, yeah, a handful of these ideas you think are going to be good. So you're going to try them out and you're going to learn that they're not. Yeah. Just work on again, that same thing of just like, okay, we learned our lesson. We're still going to make it through the month. 
Make yeah. sure this doesn't happen again. New system to make sure that doesn't happen exactly. again. We're still swimming. It's okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Positive energy. Smile, <laughs> smiles. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. It's good. It's good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I so, gotta say, you have created an amazing space for people and customers. I know you have a fan club. Like, hey. like everyone, like, so when I used to work at Brew Coffee House, like, everyone there was like oh we're going to gordon's like we love oh, it there it's so good like, oh, we're gonna, that's like, good to hear yeah you you created an amazing space oh, so. thank you yeah. okay no i'm really glad to hear about that mm-hmm. yeah again that was the whole goal so for yeah. achieving that that's awesome that's, yeah, that's exactly what we want mm-hmm. well i think we're going to take another quick break here um we are coming towards the end we're going to wrap up okay. a little bit more cool. um but let's get a few more sips in here yeah. from a sponsor if we have one and then we'll be right back all right perfect Okay, so we just brewed another cup and yeah. we are caffeinated, mm-hmm. ready to, well, basically wrap it up, but. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Caffeinated, yeah. we're ready for the rest of our day. Yeah, we're, ready for the rest of the ready day. Ready to take it all on. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Yeah. All righty. Well, I think that will do it for this episode of Small Business yeah. Sips. Like, Doug, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Renee. It was a yeah. really fun time. Enjoyed oh, myself. Yeah. yeah, thank you so much. And I, I love hearing the story behind Gordon's Good Games and where it's going, where it came from. Mm-hmm. Like, great story. Yeah, no, it was really fun telling it. And I wish you the best in all your future podcasts. Oh, thank I'm really you. looking forward to it. Oh, you're so sweet. Yeah. Well, I wish you all the best with your next year, three year, five year, everything. It's going to be a wild <laughs> ride. We're really looking forward to wow. it. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot of other people who are going to be having a fun time. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's going to be great. Well, let's see. Let's do a wrap up here of where people can find you, um, right. social medias and stuff. Yeah. So we've got like all three of the social medias. We've got our Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. We are so much more active on our Facebook and Instagram. Um, go to any of those. Uh, Gordon's Good Games for our Facebook and Instagram for our Twitter. It's just good games. Uh, you can find us there. We're making posts on our exciting events that are going to be going on in the near future and what we're doing throughout that week and sales going on. So if you want to like get integrated, start learning what we're doing over there. Those are great resources to start. And yeah, we're open seven days a week, wow. at 10 a.m. Yeah, right. 10 a.m. <laughs> till 8 p.m. So 5830 Traffic Way in Atascadero. Come on down if you ever want to play some games or try some new stuff. Perfect. Exciting. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, thank you everyone so much for listening. Again, we are going to be taking a couple weeks off, getting prepped for season two. Exciting things coming up. Can't wait to show you. And you can find out all the information on my Instagram, uh, Small Business Sips, and that's the same as Facebook. And we also have a website now too. Super exciting stuff. <laughs> so, anyways, thank you so much, everyone. And let's get a quick cheers in here. Cheers. Cheers. Really Perfect. fun. All right. Cheers, everybody. Thank you so much. Before we wrap on this podcast, I want to say a couple thank yous to a few of our sponsors. I'd like to say thank you to Specs by Kyla and American Barn and Wood. Specs by Kyla is located at 5808 Traffic Way in Atascadero, California, 93422. And American Barn and Wood is located at 3460 La Cruz Way, Suite D, in Paso Robles, California, 93446. Thank you, Specs by Kyla and American Barn and Wood for sponsoring this portion of the podcast. If you or your business would like a shout out at the end of the next episode or a future episode of the podcast, send me an email at smallbusinesssips at gmail.com or send me a message on Instagram at smallbusinesssips. Thank you everyone for tuning into this episode and I hope you have a wonderful day. Cheers. <laughs>